What's going on, podcast fans? Welcome back to another episode of Always Loading from Las Vegas, Nevada. In today's episode, we have a relatable role model slash casual conversation. For me, this one was awesome because it was with Ozzy Cheer, and she has been a podcaster for basically over two years. She was involved with Anchor before the platform changed and became more of a podcasting. Originally, apparently, it was a more like a Twitter or Facebook where you did updates with your voice and they got to comment on other people's shows slash pages with your own with your own voice comments. Pretty cool idea. So I got to learn about that. And I kind of got to scratch my own itch here because I got to ask questions about what it's like for a new podcaster and the tips that she would give for any of you that are up and coming and trying to learn how to be in the podcasting world, learn how to be in the voice world a little bit. So, without further ado, enjoy this relatable role models slash casual conversation slash, ah, well, whatever you want it to be. It's great, though. Check it out. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We are live. Okay, how are you? I love it. Or should, should I say hello, or should I, say, uh, should I say ni hao ma? Oh, oh, come on! You know, you know some of that uh, Chinese. <laughs> I know, I know enough to get around. I, Very good. Thank you. I, I, uh, I, I got <laughs> me and my teammates around in taxis when I was in China, and I've probably forgotten ninety percent okay. of what I learned, but I'm sure I could pick it back up again. <laughs> hey, ni hao. I actually, uh, I used to live in Houston, in Houston, Texas. Okay. Yep. 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 And yep. Now you are here in Singapore. That's super cool. I know. I just saw one of your posts that said that your name meant, um, what was it, Jong? Jong. Yes, Jong. Yeah. And I was like, which means Jade. Yeah. I yep. was like, ah, she speaks. She probably speaks Chinese then. Yes, 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 That's I am. Cool. Half <laughs> well, one, one of my one of my yep. favorite ways to start a day and actually to end the day as well is with gratitude. And so since this is more of a spontaneous conversation, although I did cheat and write down a few questions that I wanted to ask, I thought that we could both <laughs> that we could both, both no start worries. with something that's a little more of something we are grateful for at the moment and then go from there. What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, so I'm grateful for, you know, just all the opportunities that came within the past year. Um, you know, I actually never really intended on staying here in Singapore in the first mm-hmm. place. Um, on Valentine's Day marked my one year anniversary of moving here. So, yeah. So much has happened within the past year. Well, I'll have plenty of questions on why you live there and <laughs> what happened this past year. That's for sure. Yeah. So what are you grateful for? Honestly, I'm grateful for being myself. Um, I live in a world where, at least in the athletic world, it's easy to lose yourself in the culture. Especially mm. being who I am. I'm more of a... Um, quiet loving you know honest type of person and in that culture 
it's kind of that fake card, fake swag, um, mm. that cool culture. And it's, and it's so, there's so much fakeness to it. And uh, it, I found myself getting caught up in it for a little while and I lost my way. And so just to be myself again, which is just someone who I'm so freaking, I'm just, I'm excited. It's hard for me to sleep. You know, it's almost, it's 5.15 in the morning and I'm wide awake just because I'm so excited about my life. So I'm just excited to be me again. That's awesome. Yeah, you are such like the night owl. <laughs> <laughs> the true definition of a night owl. The Love true it. Definition. Yeah, I probably I'll probably sleep about four hours and then I might take a and then I'll usually take a couple hour nap during the day. And... Okay. Yeah, that's that's a very <laughs> nocturnal thing to exactly. do. <laughs> exactly. Well, you see, you know, like the lions, they'll be like napping throughout the day and they'll wake up. <laughs> hey, they wake up ready to go, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't mind, I would love to ask the first question. Okay. And my first question is, you know, why did you first want to podcast? I mean, after after mm-hmm. Anchor changed from, you know, what you described as like a Twitter, a voice Twitter, a voice Facebook, which first off I thought was fascinating. Um, once it switched to a podcast, you said you went away from it, but then eventually you came mm-hmm. back. What made you want to come back and want to join the podcast world and want to do voice? Mm. Well, um, okay, so I started off Anchor with like very being it very interactive, right? Um, for those of the, the people that's been on Anchor knows like how it has been since the beginning. And, like, as I was learning all of this, I was just like, oh, you know what? This is too much. Like, this is, I give up, right? <laughs> and a lot of the functionalities has changed. But um, I felt like it was something about voice that really connected um, with me that blogs can't, you know, that written content can't. And it's so much easier to get uh, content out when you're talking rather than, like, writing a blog post for me. Like, I would just rather you know, talk and like rants about the day or like rants on a particular subject because I can talk like, or, <laughs> you know, if I'm like, you know, having a rants, I'll, I'll just like go on. And um, I find that it's, it's, um, it's a really interesting way to connect with people. Um, I really, I really like the functionality with uh, Anchor to be able to do that. And I just love the podcasting community. I feel like in some way it's, you know, we're, we're all like a big family. Did you feel like then with some of like, and, and this might be a good question because once we have more cell phones in our life, like growing up, we didn't, you know, we had the house phones and you called and you talked on the phone to your friends. You yeah. talked on the phone to your potential girlfriend. You had to actually ask the parent first, like, hey, is Stephanie home? And that'd be like. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, hey, get off the phone. I can hear you laughing. Like, <laughs> But, um. I, and I'll be like, get off the phone, I'm trying to use the internet. <laughs> I'm to use the internet. Oh my God. That is way too true. I'm giving away my age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like once we got to the world of texting, people didn't want to talk on the phone anymore. And so many things got lost in context. And I'm actually of the, I'm of the opinion that the new day and age texting actually lost us so much connections and and really ruined a lot of relationships because people don't have those inside jokes like words are words but like words mean something 
different people you know what i mean and like then it became a game of Mm -hmm. oh i'm only going to text them once and i'm only going to say like a short text because now it's about the game of you know who could become the person at least for you know my high school days that was the whole thing is who could be who could care the least Uh, and so did you feel like that podcasting was kind of like the opposite of twitter and facebook where there was nothing that could ever be first misconstrued about you know what you were saying because they could hear it in your voice and maybe your 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 inflections are just super important to you yeah absolutely and it's really interesting that you put that because like behind the screen we can like you know mold and like shape our words like how we want it right like we we want to say something at first and like no 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 delete 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 (laughs) right Right? Like, I mean, and through podcasting, though, it's like, it's the whole community of it. I feel like it's very raw. And like, you can't really, like, because when you're thinking something or when you express something a certain way, there is vibrations in our voice. You know, our voice carries energy. And I feel like you can hear that emotion that they're feeling through voice mm-hmm. that you can't feel otherwise. Which is why texting, I feel like, so much can get lost in translation, 100%. right? Like, so for example, you you ask somebody, like, hey, can you pick up some groceries? And it just messes back K. Like, hey, are you being sarcastic? Like, what's up? But this reality, this person could just be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'll do it. Right. And they're doing right? six things. And they're just, so they just picked up the phone. They just say K. And then they send and they keep doing what they're doing. But you don't know. Yeah. Like, K. And then, they, you know, they'll, they'll go back to doing whatever. And then the other, on the other end, they'll be like, oh, like, that's it. You mean? <laughs> how did you learn how to be raw then? I, that was this was actually a question I wasn't going to go to until later. But since it's spontaneous, I usually just like to go with the flow. So hopefully you're cool with that. Um, because one of the things I feel like it is so hard for people, especially in this day and age, is to to love who they are and be able to say what they want to say and then stand in that. So it sounds like you know what you've created is um, a podcast where you are raw and you don't necessarily it's almost like you don't care what it, it's kind of like building up that tolerance of not that you don't care what people think, but you love yourself enough that it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is like, I mean, like when, when you grow up as an immigrant um, kid, mm-hmm. there's a lot of underlying racism in, in America, especially. Right. And it's, it's funny because like they, it doesn't, it's not blatant, but you, you notice it. Mm-hmm. They'll be saying, They'll be saying stuff like, oh, your accent is weird. And I have like a Singaporean accent. It's just, it's quite different. But, you know, when I, when I go back, um, like, of course, I've now adopted the the American accent. But like, when I first moved there, that like the kids were like, oh, yeah, do you eat dogs and shit? I was like, like, get the fuck out. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Am I allowed to cuss? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Uh, explicit content, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, like, I, yeah. I, get, I, get, I get a text like once a week. <laughs> right, and then, and then, like, at at a given moment, you just decide. You can either one decide for them to like you make you feel bad, or like you just own it. You know what I mean? And I was like, "What do you do? You pay me? No, like, I guess I always had that kind of mentality. I was always like pissed off." <laughs> just this fired up Asian girl in class but... I think I have a very fiery energy for Pisces <laughs> wait so you had you were in you were a Singapore transplant in Texas 
Yeah, so like I, I was I was born in Singapore, and uh, actually when I first moved there, I moved to California. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then from California, I moved to Colorado. From Colorado, I moved to Houston. I was gonna say, of, of all the places, yeah. if you would have had to be first, like if they were te- Texans making fun of a Singapore accent, I was gonna be like, whoa, their accents are absolutely horrible. So I don't know about that. So. Yeah, and it's just like, where's the, like, they couldn't wrap their finger around where my accent was from. Because, like, I'll be honest, um, like, the simple accent sound like a bit of uh, Malay, Indian, and Chinese all mixed together. It's quite, it's quite weird. Uh. <laughs> I've actually been there. Uh, my family lived there for two years, my um, extended family. And so I actually spent uh, two and a half weeks off of Siglap. What was it? East Siglap Wood Parkway or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. Yeah, you have been and here. I only know that because oh. I had to repeat it so many time, damn times to the cab driver. And he'd be like, uh, Siglap, wait, yes? And I'd like, you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the Singaporean accent. Like, it's very strange compared to, you know, our Eastern like, counterparts. Um, yes. And... Their English, well, I mean, I guess there's a million taxi drivers that don't speak English all around the world, not just necessarily in Singapore, but their English is very yes. poor. <laughs> so I, I, I spent time learning how to say, like, uh, oh, no, that was when we went to Thailand. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I forgot we went to Thailand, too. Okay. I think I think for the most part, Singaporean crab, cab drivers do speak uh, English. They have a very accent however they're either like a lot of times like chinese or like malay indian like or indian like cab drivers <laughs> i do i just know they they finished a lot of sentences with yes and i was like all right that's cool i'm, I'm, I'm down with that he's like hey <laughs> okay that's so basically cool. you got you got into podcasting because you were just attracted to the community and then it started out yeah just the original anchor and then you're like hey you know i still feel like i can click with these people and connect with these people i got into anchor when i was sewing one day and my friend's like oh man you should check this new app out it's called anchor like it's brand new like you know you like so i'm sewing and like i'm listening to other you know other podcasts and that's how the late night talks so came about no, I'm well, you were legitimately sewing. Yeah, I was legitimately sewing. And then, like, whenever I recorded a podcast, you would hear it in the background. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. And, uh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, what um, have you had, like, a certain guest or moments, I guess, on Anchor that, like, impacted you more than others or maybe surprised you? Um,. Interesting. Um, a lot of actually, a, the, a lot of my big hits were my solo ones. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess you know they found it entertaining. <laughs> um, but I had no, I had no real structure to my podcast shows back then, and I would, I would always interact with my call in. So I would every time somebody would call in, I would publish it or like message me, you know, via the voice. Mm-hmm. I would publish it and then respond to it. Oh, you can legit. I think I that was what right that now. was. Yeah, so you can like. Add... 
like if you were to like call into my uh podcast, um, I could add your little message to my uh podcast. It was just pretty cool. Yeah. And that that I love I love Anchor for that. Like they still kept that, which is which is really important. Yeah, I'm still an anchor noob. Like I spent so much of my life um like on Instagram and Facebook. I would okay, I'll say I spent so much of my my talking life, my honestly I'm I'm more of like a, a mentor than I am a entertainer. I'm like an entertainer obviously just because I play sports. But when it comes to like when it comes to speaking, ah. like there is nothing, like for me at least there's nothing cooler than when like someone trusts you and like opens up to you and like asks you questions and then you get to turn around and like help them and then see them like, you know, have it sink in and then have them explode and, and like have success and growth. Like, so that's where I was like, Oh, you know, I wonder if there's another way yeah. I can like make it, make a difference. And there's so many people that listen to podcasts cause you can listen to a podcast while you do something else. And everyone's multitasking nowadays anyways. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You gotta get the message out there. Um, it's just it's just fun. Like I said, it, it's it, there's there's nothing like it, you know. When someone when someone hits you up and they're like, "Yeah, I've been doing this now for like, you know, three weeks, and I'm still I'm still going strong." And it's like, "Hell yeah, you got!" And then they like they'll give you like a bullshit excuse, and you're like, "Okay, well now you're just being," and you get to call them out on that because that's what that's like what I'm it's like. You're just being dumb, like you know. It's just straight up. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit with you, like you are making it up you're making up anxieties right in front of yourself to try and like delay what you have to do like just get that shit done so there, there's a lot of pieces to it yeah, yeah there's there's, there's like, a lot of pieces to it but i was like oh, together maybe it would be kind of fun too hey like, get your shit together <laughs> it's like oh yeah like you know I'll support it. I'll see you. I'll see you, bro. It's like, it's like, you know, you watch your friend, like, graduate. You're just like, oh, my God. You're all happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, like, I'm curious. Um, what is, like, one of, like, the most impacting moments that you had um, mentoring somebody? It was actually my first um, person that I helped. I was on I was on Instagram, and I was doing, I was doing a lot of videos, and one of the videos that got a lot of impact for me was I had this one day where I went on this really big hike. Um, it was, like, through this canyon, and then I jumped into, like, this waterfall that was... 10 degrees maybe it was so freaking cold and i recorded like the whole yeah oh my goodness the whole thing and i felt so alive and and the kid that i uh took with me is now like my best friend and is one of my best friends in the world and you know in to see like how much he's grown and been able to change was super cool so anyways that same day i posted that and i got a message it was like hey you know i've been struggling um you know, my stepdad, like, kind of abuses me verbally, and, like, you know, we don't get along, and it was this, there was this girl, and she was, I'm not going to say where she's from or anything like that, but she was from, like, a European country, and so now, like, I was, like, I was, like, well, you know what, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to Skype and just get your, and see if I can figure out what perspective he's coming from, and, and change the way you think about this, and, you know, give you an idea of, of what you could do from here. And she's like, okay, yeah, I'd really appreciate that. And so I Skyped this girl that's 
10 hours ahead that yeah. I don't even know. And I was like, well, think about this. I was like, you know, he's got such a good re- relationship with your, with your sister, correct? And he's, you know, he's your stepdad. And your sister is such a dependent person to where she leans on him, asks for money, asks for advice, asks for everything. And so that means he's a giver. Like he's someone that loves to give advice. He's someone that loves to be there for people because he's so loving. And he actually yearns for your love because she was such an independent person. She was like, no, I'm going to do everything by myself. Like I can handle it. And since you never give him that satisfaction, like he doesn't know how to, he has no idea how to influence you. And expectations are where hurt comes from. And I was like, so now, like, you got this guy that's confused that's, you know, 45 years old and he's an adult. And he's like, how do I influence this girl? I can't. She just runs from me. Like, and so he started, like, you know, verbally lashing out at you. And, like, and I was like, and, you know, I was like, have you? And then I was like, hey, and then I have another question for you. Like, has he ever done something for you that was just really, really nice or really supportive or something that you're really thankful for? And she's like, yeah. And she told me, like, this story of, like, him, like, just listening to her one day and then coming and picking her up and like um, when she needed something and I was like, have you ever just called him and be like, Hey, you know, I, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to call and say, thanks. Like, you know, cause you, you supported me that one day and you know, I just really appreciate what you did for me. And I appreciate like, you know, the fact that, you know, you're a good stepdad to my sister and, and you're pretty good with my mom. And I want you to hang up. I don't want you to have any, like any agenda and I don't want you to ask for shit. I don't want to even give him a chance to argue and start fighting with you. Like he always does literally call, be grateful for something that's genuine to you and then hang up the phone and just wait and watch what happens. And you know, stuff, so stuff, stuff like that, you know, being able to shift someone's perspective first and, and then um, have, give them like a little task to try and like, and then to get that response of like, wow, that went so well. He was so surprised and he was just like, why are you calling me? Like, what do you like after that? He's like, what did you need? And she's like, nothing. I just want to say thanks. And like, she's like, you know, my relationship's actually getting better. He wants me to move back in. And then, you know, her knee was having problems. And I was like, you know, sometimes you got to push through it. And like, just to see, just to see like the steady progression, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I have no idea who this person is. And for some reason she decided to trust me. And like that impact was like, I could do this like with the world like I could literally be on a stage and that led to me when I was in Lithuania playing for a professional team I started speaking at that college and like to see like when I would like walk across campus I felt like a mini Tony Robbins because people would stop me and they'd ask me questions and I was like this is the coolest fucking thing in the world like like I get to use all the times I fucked up and made mistakes and just been been on a million adventures in my life to help other people and I don't know. So yeah, there was, there's so many times that I've been felt like impactful, but it's always been from, or like felt impacted by this, but it's always been just from people stopping and just be like, Hey man, I just want to say thanks for like speaking today. Like it meant so much. And, and then, Hey, I have a question about this. What do you think? Or can we talk? And it's like, fuck yeah, we can like, let's go. Like, yo, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That is wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's been a lot of that kind of stuff, but um, as far as my next question for you is a little different. Um, okay. You know, they, we live in a world now where there's, it's becoming a fad to become, a, to be a podcaster, which is actually one of the biggest reasons, biggest reasons why I didn't want to do this. Um, 
because mm. I hate there's there's nothing more that I hate than falling a fad. Like I will be different just to be stubborn. Like I've done it my entire life. Um, yeah. Having said that, you know, like there is a lot of people that do have something good to say. And so let's say that there's someone who's not a fraud and who's not following the fad who actually wants to genuinely do something cool for the world and is trying to start a podcast. Like what would you say to that person who's just getting started on their podcast journey? Like what tips would you have for them? Um, I'd say go with the flow, like just do it how I started out. You pick a topic, you know, pick like something that you know a lot about and that you don't mind sharing about. Like it doesn't have to be like a specific theme. Just pick something and talk about it and just go with the flow and share it because someday, somewhere, your voice is going to get heard and people are going to relate to it. And you'll be like, yo, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, that's that's what's what I have to say. Like, don't think too much about it. Just put out content. Like, I sound like fucking Gary Vee right now. But, but like, <laughs> but, hey, it's, it's really, really easy to be like, yo, nobody's listening to my podcast. The fuck? Like, sorry, my language. Oh, <laughs> that's just too white. Don't worry. Like, yo, like people are gonna be like, you know, it's the same way for me when I started. But the thing is, with podcasting, especially if you start on Anchor, you can call into other uh, podcasters, which makes it really cool. So that means, you know, they'll be like, you'll be interacting with them, they'll be interacting with you, they'll pick up on your stuff, and they can call into your station and you can post their call in onto your, uh, you post their message onto your station you can call into other people's station and be like hey what's up i like your stuff and then your segment gets posted on their section so like you kind of your your face and your names get you know spread around you're anchor. saying you you're when you called in you wouldn't like ask them a question or you just like yo i just i appreciate and like your stuff and that was it that was sometimes sometimes I would ask them a question or sometimes be like, hey, you know, I love your podcast. And I'll just chime in on like one or two things from like, you know, the, the podcast uh, segment. Okay. And would you yeah. and would you say and like, it, hey, this is by the way, how do you pronounce your name? It's oh, Azzy. Okay, cool. I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want to fuck that up. So would you be like, would you be like, yo, this is Azzy from the, the late night uh yeah, I'm like, hey, it's me, Azzy from the Late Night Talk. So I just saw, I just heard your podcast. Ooh, it was fucking awesome. Smart. Yeah. So it's me, Azzy from the Late Night Talk. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess you've said that a bunch. You said that enough times. <laughs> because like every every time like I I start my podcasts if you if you go in and listen I was like hello 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 it's me Abby from the Late Night Talks so <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're now you're really Gary V because the Ask Gary V show <laughs> <laughs> no it's so it's S C W like the, 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 no no okay. no I'm just saying like now you're definitely Gary V because that's how he always did his Ask Gary V um intro. Yeah. Oh, does he? This is the Ask Gary V show, and like me and my friends, like when we would talk, we'd always be like, we could, we could never, we could never say that word the same. Be like, hey, what are you watching? I'm watching a show. A show? Yo, I did that before Gary V was doing it. 
2016. That's right. That's no. right. When, he, when he fell off YouTube, you were you were the coolest. Uh, you were the coolest. You were the coolest oh, podcaster out there. I was. Yeah. I was. No. <laughs> I'd like to think so. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a brag. <laughs> I just love how it started with you literally sewing. I know, like, you could hear, like, man, you could hear in the background, like, like, because I had a Juki sewing machine, so it's, like, one of the big table ones. You can hear my machine running, even when, like, I'm not sewing anything, but you'll hear, like, in the back, like, when I'm actually sewing something. And I feel like so many people, they, like, try and be perfect, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, I want the sound perfect, I want to have quality. I actually had a guy literally just hit me up, hit me up on Instagram, he's like, Hey, man, actually, I, I think I can read this to you. Yeah, I can. I can go on Instagram while I'm on here. You're going to like this. Are you on the phone right now? What's that? I said we're both on the phone right now. Recording the podcast, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. That's the beauty of technology. Oh, damn straight. So this guy hits me up. I'm not going to say his Instagram name, but he was just like, hello, my name is Gino. Uh, I'm the owner of this thing. Would you like tips and tricks on how to record a great signing podcast without spending a lot of money buying equipment? download my free pdf guide blah 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 you know it was just basically some spam shit on instagram and i was like what's up gina i respect the hustle my friend but trust me like this is my sweet spot i talk to large audiences and mentor a lot of people so i got this quality shit down and the other thing i don't give a fuck about being perfect like <laughs> it's never gonna be perfect like you don't need to do more than one take like yeah sometimes on the intro you're like oh what the fuck am i doing right now like <laughs> i think that's something i would say to people that are starting their podcast is just like like First off, figure out who the hell you are first and what you want to talk about. I definitely agree with that. And and then just yeah. like like when you own own who you are and like you just love it, like you're gonna make mistakes and you gotta and it actually teaches you. That's why I was asking you um how you liked learning uh your voice when you were first getting on anchor, because you'll you'll learn how to like have a bat a shit sentence that makes no sense and either make a joke out of it or like flow it into something else and you're like oh i just did that sick that was cool that was cool i did that like, yeah yeah like i'll be a lot of times like when i first started out i would like stutter a shit ton and be like uh 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 and i'd be like man god damn sounding like alfalfa like i'll be laughing at myself like i'll be like i'll be talking shit about myself and like i think i think a lot of it is like you got to learn to like love yourself enough to talk shit about 100%. yourself yeah, right. Because like I'm, like I know, I know that you know. Sometimes I have a stutter, mm-hmm. and I do say like a lot of ums, especially when I'm ting, uh, doing a solo podcast. Right. Uh, I was uh, like, damn, that's some shit Obama would do. Like, <laughs> we the people, America. America. <laughs> America has uh, hope. Where you sound like you're like, and then and then there's a pause, and you're like, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll apologize for being a Hallmark card there. I'll get back to doing the podcast now. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, whoops. Yeah, that, yeah people like, they, yeah, they take that shit so seriously, and then they're just like, oh, like it's just not ready. It's not ready. It's like, dude, you're never gonna be ready. It's never gonna be a good time to like start something new. Like, just give it a shot and like. And go for it. And if it's good, yeah. it's gonna be good. And if it's not, like you're gonna find out, or you just keep working on it. Like, and that's why I was asking you if you did like public speaking or something like that too. And like, I bet you you could now a little bit better. I could. 
I mean, like I've taught classes or I've taught like I've given like um, kind of like, yeah, I would say teach. I wouldn't really call it like public speaking. Um, I, I would teach them about like branding and like uh, I've done a workshop before where I was the MC, so that was fun. I I don't think like I've done like keynote speeches like that like that. Like I, I know because like you do more of like the the, the keynote Facts, speeches, yeah. right? <laughs> so I'm usually the one. I'm usually the one with a whiteboard. I'm like, okay, so this is your brand, and I'll draw like a stick figure. <laughs> I'm like a professor, I'd call it. <laughs> You're the informal professor that everybody wanted to take her class. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to say that. Well, you, there were two types of professors. Like, there was the one that, and I was talking to my cousin about this actually today, where there's the professor that talks at you. And like shows you a fucking PowerPoint and literally had everything planned out like dot by dot and like and like literally you're you could not be there and he would go over the same exact material. Or there's a professor that talks with you, which is you, that shows up and like, look, I don't really have a plan. This is who I am. Like, this is what we're gonna go over today. It's like I don't show up like a PowerPoint. Like I show up with a marker <laughs> and give me a white. <laughs> it's like oh yeah. So we was talking about this. this. Is what we're gonna go over today. I <laughs> promise to be as as formal and like, professional. Like, I would be like, you watch Rick and Morty. Oh, did I lose nah, you? No, you're good. Now, do you watch Rick and Morty? I do not. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I, I can't use this reference. <laughs> did, did, did we just become um, not friends? Not, not, not podcasting. No, no, no. Okay, so I would be. Do you watch House? House. Is that the one with the? Uh... And he's like really fucking sarcastic. No, I haven't seen House either. I, I, no. I like more of like The Office, How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs, Psych. Oh, I love The Office. The Office is the dumbest show on the planet. It is so funny. So I'd be, so I would be a Dwight. You're Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm teaching. <laughs> Dear Lord, facts. Bears. No, I uh, I actually was on um, I was on Bumble the other day and I texted my friend. I was like, I found the perfect girl for you because, and I actually I, I just understood this. I'm actually on season five, episode like twelve. This is my first time ever through The Office, like from start to finish. I'm never, I'm, yeah, I've never done this. I'm I have hard. I have it, it's oh, it's so much fun. And I just watched the episode of Stress Relief where he sets the fire alarm off and Stanley has the fire attack, the heart attack. Oh, Everybody, don't panic! Don't panic! Michael's like, don't fucking panic! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. And then, so I, I'm we're we're texting back and forth because I'm just texting him quotes and he's texting it back. And then the very next scene is the lady, the lady from Red Cross who brings in the dummy. And I was like, no, this is the same episode. I was like, this episode is so legendary. I was. I was, I was crying. <laughs> I was absolutely crying when when he uh, when Michael's like. Would we say that? Well, the no, the victim is not breathing, and no, they and they don't have arms or legs either. Like, what quality of life? Is that? <laughs> Be alive and not have arms and legs. What kind of life? <laughs> and Kevin's like, I, I'd like to. I would live without legs. Well, Kevin, you don't move. It's like you don't have legs already. <laughs> 
<laughs> so savage. <laughs> oh my god! I literally I had to like stop eating because I was physically crying. Like there was tears rolling my face, and I was like, "Dude, I can't." <laughs> did you see the? Did you did you already see the season where uh, Kevin drops his chili? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, maybe that's that's later on. I think there's like what there's like what eight seasons. I, 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 like I said, this is literally my first time through. I'd watched like. I had watched like ten episodes, like here, there, and then like random clips on Facebook. But I was like, you know what? I'm I'm finally <laughs> gonna sit down and watch this whole show, like after workouts, and and oh my god, what a what a what a way to end the day! Like you can't have a formal thought and watch The Office at the same time. It doesn't work. Yo, it's it's a good way to just wind down and get your mind off of work and oh, stuff. Damn straight. Like, damn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, I'm I'm ready for you. I'm ready for your next question if you have one. My next question. Okay. Well. Yes. But on the yes, spot. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So, um so like how did you get into um, you know, speaking and like, you know, motivational talks and and all of that? Uh, I've always kind of put my I've always I've worked, I've trained so hard when it came to like basketball um, and a bunch of other things. And then I would think about why things were working and why things weren't because I was literally obsessed with it. Like I had, I had like no life growing up. Like I was an athlete and it was everything to me. And then I had this one moment where when I went to Germany to play professional basketball for the first time, um, I wanted, I wanted to learn German and every, every single school in the united states pretty much is an absolute joke and it's the easiest thing you'll ever do correct me if i'm wrong because you went you were in houston for a while and it's literally (laughs) about like studying for grades and like you know i took i basically had taken spanish for the better part of like five years between high school and college and could not speak at all right (laughs) (laughs) that's true and you just study for the grade because you're just like okay i gotta pass exactly and Okay, so I went to Germany, and my beliefs on that were, oh, I probably, it's going to take me a while to learn German. Oh, fuck it. Like, I've seen my family members learn uh, Portuguese. Um, That same family that lived in Singapore, they actually lived in Brazil for a while, too. And all they did was they learned, like, they learned, like, 10 words a day. And then, like, going up, because they knew they were moving there. And so... They started like six months before they went. They would learn 10 words a day at breakfast. And then throughout the day, they had to put those words into sentences. Um, You know, so they would use like an English sentence and then like throw in like a Portuguese word. Okay. And by the time they, yeah. And by the time they got there, like my aunt spoke fluent, fluent. My uncle spoke fluent, fluent. And then the both kids like actually were pretty close to fluent by the time they left. Wow. So that was the only thought of, you know what? Like maybe I can learn German. Let's learn it this way. And I'm not going to miss a day. And this is just me figuring this out. But I started studying for like uh, about like two hours a day because, you know, I was there. So I was like, well, let's make this pretty intensive. And I just play basketball and I don't really do anything else but eat and, you know, watch watch YouTube (laughs) videos or whatever. Or at the time I was watching Modern Family. Um, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) fucking filth on feet man uh, and so is- i start i started stu- i started studying 
and then I would like integrate little words every single day and I would write down phrases that I would want to learn. And so I would learn like 10 words a day and then I would put them in English on my phone and German and then I would take off the English side like you would do with like flashcards back in the day and I would make sure I still knew them. Um, and then I would start to hear them in conversation and be like, okay, I know what that word means. I have no idea what he said, but I know that, um, I knew one yeah, word. <laughs> I knew that S and he ate something. I don't know what he ate, but he ate something today. And so as I kept going, like, um, I noticed that like every like two weeks, I, I just picked up incrementally, like being able to speak a little bit better, like, okay, now, and then I cheated the system where I was like, okay. What are something that I would be able to, I would be asked all the time? The first question I'm going to be asked all the time is, do you play basketball? Second question I'm going to be asked all the time that I need to be able to answer is like, where did you learn German? Or And I'd be like, I've been studying. I learned how to say sentences. Like I have been studying for three weeks. And I literally and wow. so I would like write that down because then I realized that like, okay, also, also in the English, in the English dictionary and in, in uh, the German dictionary, you think about when you meet people, you only use about 10% of the words that exist. Hey, how are you? How's your day been? What's going on? Where's the restroom? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a tourist. Because <laughs> well, I, mean, I wasn't a tourist at this point. I was living there playing basketball. And so I knew that 90% of my, 90% of my conversations, just like they are in the United States, are short, they're surface level, and then they're, and then they're mm-hmm. over. And so I, got, I literally sat down and wrote down word for word every word that I would be using pretty much consistently and then I was and then yeah. the people thought I was German because I walked around and they were like I love gates and I was like oh is that good like by dear like and I was like it was easy for me and so then wow. then once you once I picked up that um, I started watching uh, I had built up a pretty good vocabulary because I was at like a month and I started watching movies yeah. like Think about your favorite movies you've seen like a million times. For me, it was like Wedding Crashers, like any Disney movie that ever existed, like, you know, ones that you can quote word for word. And you huh. watch them in the other language. Another language with the subtitles. You don't need the subtitles. You've seen that movie 50 times. You already know what they say. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's already translated for you because you know that like, hey, you want to make bunk, bunk beds? Like, or did we just become best friends? Like. <laughs> oh that is way cool okay so now now i'm like a month and a half in and now i can like tell stories like i literally could tell stories i was coaching kids that were eight years old um which was fucking amazing like they're little tiny kids at a at a little kindergarten school there or um, elementary school there and they were just learning english so they didn't know german so i had to write down every word that i would use as far as coaching like start your right hand and then dribble here and then and then cut and then I had to learn how to discipline them in German too which was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and so basically like after two months I could speak fluent German I could understand pretty much everything that was casual conversation Um, and I realized that everything that I'd ever been taught in schools and like people that every person I've ever been around in my life was like, Oh, I can't do this. And I can't do that. Like, I'm just not good at it. No, you just have never fucking done it consistently for a period of time where it actually meant something to you. And so once I get to that point, that's when I was like, what else have I fucking short sighted myself on? Like, and then that's when I dove into basketball. That's when I dove into YouTube, met Tony Robbins, um, Les Brown, all these big time figures that do big keynotes. And I was like, 
I was like, this is how I've always thought. Like, no wonder why I didn't have like many friends. Like, this is how I've always wanted to be. And I was like, I can fucking help people. Like, I can help people because there's so many people that bitch and complain. Like, oh, I can't learn a language. I'm just not that smart. I'm like, no, bullshit. Like, you just don't take the time. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was like, I'm going to get people out of their own fucking way because America is just a bunch of idiots that are on two sides that can't get along. And I'm going to bridge this damn gap if I can. <laughs> Man, speaking of which, right now it's, it's, you know, it's still shut down. Yeah. Do you actually follow politics though? Because I really don't pay attention at all. I don't. I just get my news from Twitter. I'm just like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> I don't really follow it. I'm just like, damn. Like, I'm so glad I'm not living there right wouldn't now. You think, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you argue that this is a good thing because nothing's changed in, like, 30 years anyways? Uh, interesting that you say that because you got to have big change for something to change. Right. And right now people are uncomfortable and they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And right now, more people under the age of 28 are active, are being, are having conversations that haven't ever happened from people under 28 because people under 28 usually didn't give a shit about politics. Yeah, exactly. But it affects them. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just know when he came in, I was just like, I love this. And people were like, why? He's such a bad person. I was like, first of all, he runs a billion dollar corporation which means you can't be a complete asshole and run that much and number two i was like he's now getting people to at least talk about this shit and things are probably going to change from if you go back and listen to um like the state like the state of unions and like the i don't get into politics very much but i did look this stuff up um like the presidential campaign speeches from democrats and republicans back in like the 80s was the same thing immigrants building safety like they all talked about the same shit and nothing's changed in 30 years so i'll say at least something's finally possibly changing maybe not for the better but at least people are having conversations that they don't want to have yeah interesting i don't know that's a hmm, that's a very interesting perspective i've thought of it like that i'm glad you think so (laughs) (laughs) yeah like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that things aren't changing. Like, things are changing, definitely, with the whole, like, I'm not really big on, on politics. And I'm just like, man, people need to, need to eat, especially if they're working for the government. Um, they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. That part's interesting. Okay, I don't, I don't <laughs> know I'm not going two weeks without paid. I mean, granted, I'm a hustler. I flip things on, like, Craigslist free and, like, eBay and stuff like that. Like, when you said... Come on. Oh, come on, Flip. Yeah, but when, you, when you said Gary Vee, I was like, yeah, that's my dad. That's my dude. Ah, come on, Flip. <laughs> I'm starting to see why people followed you while you sewed and talked and talked the game. Oh, I, I talked the game. <laughs> I have no filter, so <laughs> I'll just speak with my Respect, respect. I love it. I love it that way. I mean, because like people are so filtered and like worried about what other people think. I'm like, you only live once. YOLO. <laughs> Were you like that as a kid though? Uh no. No, I was not. 
but you go through so much like you know in life and you just decide whether or not to let things bother you or just decide to like not give a fuck and I think I think I I chose the rather because it's it's not it's not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie because like I mean I've been through I've been through some like some pretty rough Mm -hmm. childhood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the uh, I grew up in like okay so like when I first moved to Houston um I was from Colorado so like you know the countryside Colorado hippie like it's it's really it's like people aren't like racist there but you come to the south it's like what and what like I never really experienced racism until I came to the south okay and when it was really strange because I didn't know if they were joking and then they started like doing shit like you know it was making fun of me and like not like you know like they'd be like doing kids are mean kids kids are mean and you wouldn't expect that out of like you know four like fourth graders and whatnot mm-hmm. you're just like what in the world is going on well speaking of someone that has no filter yeah <laughs> like fourth graders oh. like you know what i mean like fourth graders have zero, zero <laughs> filter yeah, fourth graders have zero filter, and it's like you know what their parents have taught them. I guess. Right. You know what I mean like kids are not, kids are not like they don't know anything until somebody puts that thought into their head. Hundred percent. Either like, yeah, until like sub either you know subconsciously by the actions they'll be doing, like they'll be making like little inside jokes, and it's just like that that shit would hurt. You know what I mean? Damn straight. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, why, why, why would you do that? And then so, after moving from like the suburban kids, like I moved into the inner city, um, and then it was a lot more diverse, right? Mm-hmm. And like from there, it was just like, okay, you know what? Like I, I feel more like I feel more like at home, and like in a way, like I, I the still the racism was still there somewhat and i'm just like you know what this is this is dumb this is dumb like at a, a certain point you just give up like either you it can really either break you or you just decide not to like give a fuck anymore you're just like ah oh, fuck everybody was it like was it like anger that drove you to like not give a fuck anymore and like you know what i mean like it wasn't like uh oh i don't care what they think it was like not just fuck them like kind of like if if it is it is if it's not like i don't give a shit yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it came from anger. A lot of it came from anger. And then, and then, like, you know, as, as times go on, it's like, yo, I can do a lot of shit. Like, because then I found art. I was damn good at it. And it was a way for me to, like, express myself and to, like, just really, like, you know, kind of channel my emotions in some kind of way. And I was a sculptor and I was a painter. Um, in high school mm-hmm. I, was, I was damn good at it and then I got like I was also I was always like you know into fashion shit and like, yeah it was like it was a way you, for me to... hmm? do you feel like that's when you started getting not that you cared at that point but that's when you started getting that props from like the other side if you will yeah like it was like when I stopped giving a fuck like people were like oh my god what is this like who are you it's like it's me me, bitch. Like, <laughs> it was literally, it was literally like, one of my biggest goals in life. To fit in. 
I was trying so hard to fit in when I stopped giving a fuck about fitting in. That's when people were like, oh, shit. Who are you? I'm me. <laughs> I'm fucking me, damn it. No, that's literally like one of my biggest goals in life is for people to literally just be themselves because of how cool it is. Yeah, I think and I think like when you when you find that, like it's it's the most liberating thing. And it's so difficult because I have this conversation. I had this conversation a lot. Like, see, people will be like, "Oh, I'm introverted," or "Oh, I'm shy." It's like, no, you just don't give a fuck about what the normal conversation is. So I was like, because if you could talk to someone, like for me, I've learned I learned how to be myself only a few years ago because like I literally play like Yu Gi Oh and like fucking Pokemon. And I'm like 27 years old. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I love the shit. I love the shit out of that stuff. And like, I literally go to I literally go to tournaments. I'm not kidding. Like, I win tournaments. And what? Then I, and then I'm a professional athlete too. So like in that world, like you're not supposed to do that shit. But it's like I don't give a flying fuck like what you think. But it took me so long to get to that point because of like all the ridicule that would come by it. So <laughs> exactly. Well, no. What you do is like you take. Yeah, and that's what I try and teach people. I teach people how to like take the power away from it because yeah. if you talk to someone and you're like, and they're like, oh um oh you do art or whatever like oh blah blah They're like yeah i fucking love this like it's so cool check this shit out like and that you literally just stole the power because basically what you told them is i love this and i really don't give a fuck what you think at this point because i love it yeah it's like and it's fucking awesome like <laughs> yeah and it's fucking awesome to me this is who i am i don't give a shit what you think like this is who i am <laughs> hell yeah I and like- i think that's like the only way to live like, yeah, but so many people have a hard time getting to that point. It either takes it either takes the fuck it moment, like, okay, fuck it, I don't give a shit. And then they're like, wait a minute, why do people like me now? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of what happened. Right. It, Conversations, huh? Well, just I don't know. Just like it's just like, real. Like in a way. Like it's taboo, but like think about. You just right. don't really express it. Right. It's like there's 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 supposed to be filters in this world. And it's like, for what? Like, you're not supposed to say fuck. Why? It's a great word. It really emphasizes a lot of things. Fuck! Like, (laughs) (laughs) it it emphasizes emotion. It can be like, yo, it's so fucking dope. Or it'd be like, man, that's fucking shit. Like, (laughs) you can use it anywhere and everywhere. Like, and it has different meanings. (laughs) It It definitely adds to the joke. Yes. I think it gives them a, like more spark, more emotion. <laughs> Do you have some of your art like on your Instagram pages? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Well, for people that listen it's, to it on my channel. My... Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um I do I do makeup. Um I man, holy shit, I do a lot. Um so <laughs> So I have a I have a fashion channel. Uh, I have a fashion Instagram where I post my designs and my photography works. So I do a lot of like creative direction and styling, um, as well as like uh, like I I also do my own designs. Uh, I haven't done lately because of like my the business that I'm running, but I'm coming out with an a poetry book and um, I'm working on collection yeah i'm really excited 
So you can check it out at C-H-Y-R-I-N-C, Cheer Inc. That's my fashion page. If you want to po- follow my personal page, it's Azzy, A-Z-Y dot C-H-Y-R. Dope. That's Cheer. Cheer. Yeah. And then my uh, business page, I'm a creative consultant. Uh, so I do uh, work with a lot of like businesses um, on branding and digital marketing. So um, I help you create content and really kind of zone in on your brand identity. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me on XX Creative Agency. Okay. Okay. I mean, all of those will be in my little show notes. So people will be able to find those pretty easily. So if you can if cool. you can text those to me, I'll I'll put them in there. <laughs> cool, I can definitely text you. Nope. Oh. No, Hello. Even though we are probably like six thousand miles away, we got good connection, which is crazy. I know this is this is once in a this is once in a blue moon. Well, uh, should I say blood moon? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually check that out. I'm so not a, I'm so not a person that actually cares about like, the, like the the lunar or the solar eclipse. That was one of the dopest things I've ever seen in my life because we were like in direct path of it. Uh, 